Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, Sarge is off celebrating his football team being good at football. So uh, we have someone who will never deal with that fate, Arizona Cardinal fan Haley. Oh, come on. Like, I don't know sports, but come on. (laughs) (laughs) They got to be, they got to win sometime, right? Maybe. Maybe Hello, everybody. Yes. Maybe sometime (laughs) in your life. Who knows? And I'm also joined by the mysterious L. Hi, ho, beautiful babarinos. (laughs) I wasn't here last week for my babies, but I'm back. Yes, thank God. He's returned. Ugh. And, and more me than ever. That's oh. right. I got enhancement surgery. I'm enhanced, just generally. Yes. Specifically in my penis, though. <laughs> I was like, hey, just touch me up. <laughs> they, installed is... two, they installed two gigabytes more RAM into it. It's powerful. Would you, like, get the vaccine or something? Like... No, that was for 5G. <laughs> but I, I noticed that after I had my 5G, I was using since I was using it a lot more, I was just like, man, I need some more RAM in this thing. Yeah. What can I say? Ladies love somebody who's vaxxed up. Yes. Oh, I, there's nothing I enjoy more than like that alternate world where like people are like, my husband got vaccinated and now he's going to give me the evil vaccine when we when we have sex. And it's like, that's not how any of this works. And shedding. Then you have, you're shedding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah well, like, like, is it not medically called a hot beef injection? Is that, not, <laughs> is, that not a, is that not a proper medical term for what is happening during the process of sex? Um, I don't think so, but maybe, I mean, uh, I, I, I know that like Dr. Uh, Chill Bro might call it that, but, uh, I don't know if actual people in white lab coats would say that. Man, that's what I definitely want to make some sort of role-playing character now named Dr. Chill Bro. Yes, that's what it's all about. Uh, yes, of the, yes, of the, of the Westshire Chill Bros, you are correct. I received <laughs> only the finest schooling. <laughs> Yeah, I played Ultimate at Harvard. How do you like that? <laughs> there was, uh, I saw, like, there was a, a ho- like, college hockey on my televisions recently for some horrible reason. Yeah, and that then, sounds, <laughs> could, couldn't you find a test pattern or, I know, like, a local he, affiliate or something? Yeah, and they were interviewing one of the players, and the man's first name was Gunner Wolf. And I was like, man, that is a busy name, Gunner Wolf. It does rule. Yes, I know someone personally who 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 named their well gave the their their child's middle name over to the moniker Rock and Roll. I don't want to say the rest of their name, but their middle name is Rock and Roll. <laughs> That's so awesome. I was, like, I was like, wow, you have a powerful love for a genre of music, the likes of which I could never. Yeah, like I, Mysterious L is never going to produce Spot and just be like, you know what, you're underground hip hop L. <laughs> You're like yeah. L Jr., also known as Underground Hip Hop L Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Goth Dance. That's yeah. the name of my child. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday Adams Dance. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday Goth Adams Dance. Yes. <laughs> Just like a word soup of different terms. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, in general, it's like, you know, generally names just be weird. You know, all, all the names that we associate with being just normal, like Chris and Paul and stuff. It's just like, yeah, that was just people naming stuff after their favorite book. So who are you to turn your nose up to a Daenerys? Right. Hi, I'm, th- I'm 13 and my name's Daenerys Smith. And you're just like, wow, what a stupid name. And it's like, how about you shut up like Paul Johnson or whatever? Like, what are you yeah, talking it- about? 
Yeah, like I. Oh yeah, you're Paul Carpenter. You're a guy from your favorite book in your parents' profession. Shut up, you take Yes, <laughs> Smith. The last name Smith is just literally blacksmith, and that's why it's the most common name in the world because everyone was a Smith of some kind back in the day. Yeah, that's why we all know so many Muhammad Smiths. Yes. Okay, that's enough vamping. We we, yep. we we we've covered a wide variety of topics, but uh, <laughs> now that I'm back in the saddle, and it, 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 I'm never the one who gets us off topic. So now that I'm here, this this trade is going to go straight. Yes. Uh, which and that is foreshadowing. I'm a genius. Uh, anyway, it's time for us to get into our first segment of the show. It's called the Amuse Boosh. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the Amuse Boosh. According to my amuse-bouche notes, it looks like our guest host Haley is running for presidential office in 2024. So a big shout out to guest host Haley for her presidential run in 2024. Uh, what, what, what chrome-plated balls you have to stand up to Trump inside of the Republican Party, known Republican that you are. Uh, no, of course, I'm talking about a different Haley. And for the actual details on this story, I'll turn it over to Mike, who actually knows shit about this. Because aside from the tiny amount of facts I just displayed, uh, I got nothing. Mike, who, who is this person and why are they deciding to run against Trump? Uh, Nikki Haley was a Trump supporter and she was in his administration for a while. And then uh, one day she mysteriously resigned and said it retroactively to before when uh, Khashoggi got murdered by the Saudis, which made it seem like maybe she knew something was up about all that shit. And she didn't want to have any blame cast upon her. But uh, maybe being sort of involved in an actual murder was like a little too much for her. She's like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, maybe having this guy. Don't worry, nobody, nobody that was involved beyond like the like you know they they put to death like twenty four people or whatever, but it was just like all the people who were actually responsible for that got scot free, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, she uh, has declared her run for the Republican nomination. Uh, She didn't attack Trump, which is an incredibly easy way to lose to Trump. I have to say, and um. She's a woman. She's a woman, which is also <laughs> absolutely uh, forbidden in the Republican Party for you being allowed to win uh, an election or a primary. Because her parents are immigrants and like the brown kind. So, yep. oh yeah, yep, yeah. I actually see a headline: Nikki Haley is running for president as first woman of color for GOP, and it's like all those things. You, yeah, <laughs> all of you, all those things you just said are disqualifying to the Republican primary voters. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, Do you think there's a level of blonde and attractive that a woman could be where she could uh, make a run at president and Republicans wouldn't immediately recoil like a vampire confronted with garlic? I do think that's possible. I do. And do you think that they would need to have like unquestionable bikini shots so that there, there was no question that they weren't packing a secret penis. Not that that should matter, but it totally would like, like conservatives would just be like, man, she's so hot. And I love that she wants a gun in every school, but uh, I don't know, man, there's, there's always a chance that this is a secret weeder down there. Cause I'm a weirdo conservative. That would be really interesting to see if, like, we like. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that Carrie Lake had won in Arizona, and then she wins in Arizona. Donald Trump drops dead, and DeSantis just looks like the pud that he is. And then Carrie Lake is like, "I can take that pud. He sucks," and she declares for president against DeSantis. I totally think Lake DeSantis something Lake could have won were she the governor of Arizona. And at that at that point, like, does DeSantis have like the the nerve to get so into the gutter 
that he's willing to start the transvestigation whisper campaign against her. Like, I think that would be like a level of like just sliminess in politics that I'd want to see if they were willing to do it. Cause Trump would, Trump would absolutely call any woman candidate who was going against him a man. He would 100% like <laughs> re, re, re a bunch of QAnon people being like, Carrie Lake, is she a dude? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah. He'd just be like, I'm not saying anything, but you know, it's kind of weird. Look at a bulge. I don't know though. Whatever. It's so weird. <laughs> Right, like, yeah, Donald, Donald Trump probably hasn't like hasn't been around gentlemen who wasn't paying to be around in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Also, women anyway. have to like have this fine line of fascism. Like when Carrie was running, it's like, yeah, she's she's being a hateful fucking bigot, but also she's like vacuuming Trump's carpet. Oh, yeah, you oh know? my god, that was so weird. That photo of her vacuuming the carpet. Oh my yeah. god. It's the it's like the ladies stay inside and do the chores, but I'm not gonna do it kinda fashion. Well yeah, because of course every, every time they're just like, hey, we want to take America back to when America was 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 its best. They're talking about nineteen fifty two. They they want they want exactly the the they want black and white television Americana. They they want to go back to when it was just like yeah, and everyone's white, and guys are going to work in suits, and they're coming back, and their wives have their dinner ready on the table, and then everything's hunky dory, and it's just like, yeah, because those, tele- those television shows don't really talk about any of the bad stuff. Yeah. Leave it to Beaver was not a documentary made. Yeah, and that's what they want. That's that's all they want in life is to just go back to a Norman Rockwell picture of what America used to be, and and also specifically the ones he made of just white people, ignoring the ones that he made of colored people. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, like, and they don't want to talk about what a a man from the 1950s was like, which was probably some guy in his, like, 30s suffering from crippling PTSD from being in the fucking war that he was drafted into to kill That's when men were men, okay? You know, when you got horrible, horrible crippling PTSD. Yeah, Yeah. and women loved big sunglasses because it helped cover up their black eyes because their husbands were just, like, PTSD-riddled, like, just like punchy drunks because their lives got ruined by a world war. <laughs> right, exactly. And they weren't allowed to get therapy because that meant you were weak. So it's just like, yeah, just just deal with your crippling mental disabilities through domestic violence and alcoholism. That's how you're going to cope. Those are your that, that, that was when every suburban house had a room dedicated to just like a big leather chair where a man could just go sit in silence and drink. Yeah. And, maybe, and maybe smoke cigars while he's drinking. Yes. That, that was therapy. The, their, yeah. their little office or study or whatever where they would yeah. just go sit in, a, sit in a comfortable chair and just drink. Yeah, just drink. <laughs> just, just, try, just try to get the echo of the shells hitting around them out of their head and all that stuff. It's just like, yeah, we, 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 we as a society were incredibly healthy in the 1950s. And that's what, that's what these people want America to be again. Just that. Just that's well, I mean, our current state. America is so woke that this Haley person thinks that she, <laughs> she <laughs> can run for uh, the highest office in the land. Uh, so, what, what, what do we think her actual odds are? Uh, zero. She's gonna yes. get like one percent. Oh yeah, she, she has no chance of winning. This is a book tour. This is a book tour. It is. <laughs> yeah. This is a book tour, and this is also, I might add, a, a trial balloon to be Trump's vice president. Because again, as we've talked about repeatedly on Trump World, Trump on the podcast, Trump World. What did you call a, it? Yeah, uh, Trump World. This, this no, did you call it a trial balloon? Yes, I did. You got to keep that. You can't be using the B word right now, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How dare you? How, you be, you got to be sensitive to the people of America. 
Yeah, yeah. Or we start shooting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So the, the Trump world wants a uh, female vice president. So I feel like Haley is just doing this thing to like, try to raise her public awareness and like her like people being like, oh, I know, I know that lady. So she can be like, hey, I'm the I'm the pick for vice president, not Marjorie Taylor Greene or Naomi or uh, Tulsi Gabbard or, or any of these other people. I feel like just Marjorie being, Taylor Greene definitely didn't help her case by like Statler and Waldorfing all throughout the state of the union or whatever and and her big like disney super villain coat just like hooting and hollering like an actual zoo animal what is wrong with you you're like allegedly uh, you know an elected official like calm it down (laughs) (laughs) you're 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 behaving like you're drunk at a bachelorette party and some comedian you don't like is on stage like that's that's like even if you don't like it it's still the president of the united states and you're like a like a fucking congressperson or whatever jesus christ anyway yeah. yes yeah yeah so i think that oh, the other the other thing that people are bringing up was that she opened her uh her her campaign kickoff with uh, pastor hagee as her intro as her hype man and this is a guy who literally has said that like uh, hurricane katrina was punishment for gay people and he's a total nut so the fact that like mild centrist uh, Nikki Haley is having that guy intro her tells you what like moderate republicanism in the year of our Lord 2023 is. It's where you can bring a hurricanes are punishment for gay people guy on stage. And everyone's like, yeah, that guy's cool. He's good. We're, we're, we're as, okay. as much as I'd like to retread all of our Hurricane Katrina material about what why the hurricane didn't hit San Francisco in that case, unfortunately, we don't have the time. Uh, that would be great, and I assure you all that material is still fresh and amusing, uh, but uh, we're going <laughs> to we're, we're, we're sidestep that uh, and talk about uh, heavy sigh, Elon Musk again. I guess every week this fucking clown, like God, isn't he out of money yet? Anyway, why are we talking about Elon Musk this week, Mike? Uh, because Elon Musk uh, is the biggest, saddest man baby in the world, and um, a story. Oh my god! Out- if, if if that's the bar, we'll never breaking be news. Rid of him. Yes, <laughs> I bet. I bet how crazy it would be if one day we were just like breaking news. Elon Musk has gotten his shit together and has apologized, and he no. has donated all of his wealth to charities, and he's a cool guy now. Oh man! Oh, dare to dream! Oh man, that would be. That would be beyond magical. If that if we actually got a redemption arc out of Elon, that would be the wildest timeline. But, His hair uh, plugs fell out, so you know he's a impossible. good guy again. Yeah. <laughs> Elon be normal challenge. Impossible, yes. So uh, Elon, basically, he posted a thing where he was like, go Eagles. And then he deleted it after the game. And people were like, oh, he deleted it because the Eagles lost. Way to suck Elon back in a loser. (laughs) It actually turned out the reason why he deleted the tweet was because Biden, who is the the Scranton kid and all this kinds of stuff, and thus backs Philadelphia sports teams, Biden also posted a pro-Eagles tweet before the bowl. And Biden's tweet got 28 million views worth of engagement, whereas baby little Elon only got 9 million views for his tweet so he got dunked on by boring old dark brandon and again even if you don't like him he's still the president of the united states like yeah man's got reach in fact every once in a while he just gets to get up on camera and talk to any american that wants to listen to him all at once he just gets to be like hey guess what for this period of time it's gonna be all me 
<laughs> yes. And Elon's trying to amend the Constitution so he can be president. So that can happen for him because that's all he wants. So Elon de- deleted the tweet because he didn't get as much engagement as the president of the United States. And he found that humiliating. And then he called his engineers into the office and demanded they create a algorithm that would pump him out and promote his tweets more than anybody else's. So everyone has to see all Elon all the time on Twitter. It's it really just, is nonstop. Yeah, I do not Elon follow time. him. I blocked him because it was like, hey, everything is Elon right now. This web- The website really just sucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, like a, a week ago, I blocked him. So like now, yeah. the fact that, like now that blocking him actually makes him sad is like the greatest thing in the world. It's yeah, just, just knowing that he would care about that. Like get, get on it. If you're listening to this and you haven't yet blocked Elon Musk on Twitter and you don't have like a financial reason to keep him around. Like if you, if you're a reporter or whatever, then sucks to suck. You have to listen to what Elon Musk has to say. But. You'll see the screenshots. Everybody po- as soon as he tweets, everybody screenshots or, and talks about what he says. You'll see it. Right. <laughs> Right, but, he's, but, but yeah. we are we are probably not reporters. Again, this is allegedly a comedy show because uh, Mike is an expert, but the rest of us don't. Well, I guess when Haley's guest hosting, she's probably like an expert about Arizona shit. I'm an expert about nothing. I do right. No shit. I don't shit about shit. Right, watch. <laughs> so all of this financial advice that I'm about to give you, and it is financial advice, you should take it anyway. Buy Twitter stock. Let's go through the roof, baby. <laughs> Do not do that. <laughs> yeah, Tesla's almost at 200. It was at 800 a long time ago. Tesla to the moon, actually. Dude, I'm... when it bounces back, you're all going to be so jelly of my Tesla stocks. Yeah, oh, God. I'll tell you what, Tesla, when you get down to below 15, maybe I'll take a flyer on some Tesla stock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so right now, just, it is it is incredible how Twitter is literally just some sad rich man's playpen and he's just pooping in it and just like whining and throwing his poop everywhere. And everyone has to listen to me because I own this thing and I'm a huge baby. Which is crazy because he already did like, I mean, it's like normally when when rich people have their midlife crisis or whatever, they just like go and find like an attractive partner or whatever. But he already had like his attractive vanity partner. I don't believe Elon Musk is capable of the sensation of human love. So uh, yeah, his relationship with Grimes to me is just like, a weird hist- like historical footnote that is interesting to look at. I don't treat it as a real relationship because I don't think yeah. he's capable of one. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's just a sad dude who wants people to notice him and wants like women to be around him because that's what's expected of him. And he doesn't want to be seen as being a lonely guy. Just want like he's just like he bought he bought his way into all those like sad cameos on like uh like Marvel movies and Rick and Morty and the Simpsons and all this stuff. And it's just like, it's like, dude, just, just be, be a billionaire. That's like the the life. I can't imagine being a billionaire and being like, I need more. My, my, my soul is still empty. It's like, so, so sad. Like Twitter's for poor people who, who have nothing to do. Like, let us just like, just be on social media. Go, go do your own thing. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Richard Branson, Richard Branson gets it. Like that guy's a like that guy's a bajillionaire and he loves attention. So once every like five years or whatever, he'll do some big stunt and get a bunch of attention all at once. And then he just fucks off into the background, being a billionaire, doing stuff that he is passionate about for a few years until he's like, "Oh man, I need that hit of attention again." 
And then he's like, I'm going to send Wagyu beef into space. Ah, am I right, guys? And everyone's like, Richard Branson, what a, what a guy. And yeah. then he fucks off for a while. Like, yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and after the Wagyu beef comes back from space, Gordon Ramsay is going to make a steak out of it. We're going to see what space steak tastes like. And it's like, wow, this is what a crazy idea, Richard Branson, you lunatic. Good I mean, that does, that does sound like the sort of shit I would expect an eccentric billionaire to be doing, right? Like, yeah. hey, I want space steak. And they're like, that doesn't exist. And he's just like, well, I have a spaceship, so fucking make it exist. Yes. <laughs> Put some goddamn steak into space. You do what I say. Yeah, yeah. I worth like $200 billion or whatever. Yeah. You do what I say. That's what Elon Musk should be doing. Weird eccentric shit like that. Instead, right. he's buying a, th- a Twitter, a thing that like a bunch of people did like, even though I felt like nobody really ever loved it. So as soon as Elon Musk took it over, it was just like, oh, we'll just we'll just fuck off for this as soon as we are. As soon as it's, as soon as it's just like, oh, this is giving me bad vibes. We're going to burn it down like that scene in Rick and Morty. And just walk out of there and light it on fire. So it's just like everyone was just immediately willing to jump ship if there was anything better or anything even equivalent. Like, tw- like, like, hey, welcome to welcome to Twitter. Come tweet with us. It's the same thing that Twitter was two years ago. Be like sold, sold yesterday. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. Oh God, you can find my Twitter handle. Nailed <laughs> it. Yeah. Anyway, I would be remiss if we got through this portion of the show without me mentioning Elon Musk's deformed penis. Because it's just so deformed. It's really something else. And he can get me to stop talking about this for the price of one million United States dollars. I will stop talking about his penis. Uh, in fact, I might actually say some nice things about it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it sweet the deal a little bit there, Elon. So, you know where to find me on Big. Twitter for the time being. I've blocked you, so you're gonna have to get your crack team to unblock you. But then I'll know you're serious because your ass is blocked. And if you start slowly creeping my DMs for one million dollars, I'm like, sweet. Yes, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, finally, finally, our uh, mild blackmail has worked, and we've gotten a million dollars out of. And don't let uh, your pride stop you. In fact, I'll, I'll allow you to look at it as a big win for you, where you just leveraged your tremendous financial advantage over me to get me to do a thing, and, and I'll just be like, "Yeah, he totally cucked me." As I count your <laughs> one million United States dollars. Yes. <laughs> ah, capitalism, the most beautiful system in the world, absolutely flawless, works perfectly, no problems. Uh, anyway, so our last uh, bush item of the of the week. Speaking of uh, uh, stupid fucking white men, uh, Tiki Tiki Man is dead. Tiki oh, Torch guy, that's Arizona is, guy, or kind of. He, he he is dead, and as soon as Haley found out that that we were going to be talking about that, she perked up because, as I mentioned earlier, this is her her field of expertise. So I'll turn it over to Mike and Haley to yes. talk about this dead fuck. Yeah, yeah his name was Teddy Joseph Von Newcomb, which is like, come on. Your name is Teddy Joseph von Newcomb. That's crazy. Yeah, but, okay. I mean, I don't. I don't usually like to dead name people. But what was his name before he changed it to that obviously <laughs> fake name? Dead Nazi. His his name is Dead Nazi. Anyways, that, 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 that sounds like the sort of name. If you were like a white Nazi, you might want to change your name to sound sort of like Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah. All right. So everybody, do can I take it? Can I take it's, it from here? I know yours. the story. Great. All right. All Shout out to Molly Cogner, aka Socialist Dog Mom on Twitter, who broke this news. She's great. Everybody follow her. She's been following the Charlottesville stuff since it happened. So anyway, January 30th, Teddy Joseph Von Newcomb, who people might recognize from the infamous Charlottesville photo of them holding the tiki torches. He's literally like the guy right in the center. He's in a black shirt and screaming. He was really proud of being on every newspaper cover with that. After Charlottesville, there was like a pretty violent 
beating and attempted lynching at Charlottesville that he was definitely involved with. So yeah, he was a pretty prominent figure at Charlottesville and he didn't stop there. He decided to do some drug running across the Arizona Mexico border. He was running Wait, fentanyl. I thought, I, I thought he was just a friendly Nazi. Why would he be involved yeah. in dangerous crime? Oh, yeah. And, like, I thought it was only, like, you know, brown people that smuggled drugs across the Mexican border. You know? That's always the narrative. But anyway, was caught. It wasn't even, like, a lot of money. He got caught. It was, like, $280 or pesos worth or something. It's, like... You're gonna you're getting charged with the felony for like not that much money. So anyway, he was set to face trial finally for that. He didn't show on January 30th. There was a warrant issued for his arrest, and uh at that moment that he was not when the warrant was being issued, he was in his shed saying his final goodbye. Sad part is he left five kids. Hopefully they realize the uh, don't be a fucking Nazi because it doesn't pay and it sucks. And uh, I, I guess the moral of the story is try not to be a Nazi. Don't be a yeah. Nazi. If you can help it. I mean, it's so it's so easy to become a Nazi, but like you should just do a little bit of uh, t- take a little bit of effort in your personal life and uh, somehow avoid the pitfalls of becoming a Nazi. Yeah, it doesn't usually work out really great. Um, and, so anyway, and, that's the story of Teddy Joseph Von Newcomb. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Traffic fentanyl. Don't decide to become a, a drug mule for a transnational drug drug cartel and tra- and tra- traffic fentanyl across the American border and get pinched for it. Doesn't usually that, work out. That also goes really poorly for you. Also, just so, like face up to your crimes, man. <laughs> you weren't facing like life. <laughs> like what? You're a you're a white Nazi. <laughs> Our justice, our justice system loves you people. You could have like pled out to something and got a couple of years and gone on with your life after that. And then you could have... Yeah, just plead to attempted Nazi. Yes! <laughs> or conspiracy to be a Nazi. It sucks that he, and, and he killed himself and left his family behind this way, and I'm sure they're screwed. The fact that this guy was going down such a path, it's so wild to me that he was like doing that stuff, and then... He's like, oh, I was the Nazi that was on all these like all these newspapers. I'm like this public figure, and then he's and then he's like, I don't know how to monetize this. I need to do small time drug running to uh, subsidize my Nazism. So many of these absolute shitheads have like found ways to make a buck off of being a terrible person. Yeah, it's like that kind of stuff. I mean, Gavin McGinnis is like literally. I founded the Proud Boys, which are a terrorist organization, and I still have a podcast. Donate to my Patreon. It's like how how are you able to make money legitimately in any way, shape, or form when you literally founded a terrorist group? How the fuck? How does that square? I mean, it's like you should never be allowed to have money. You should be allowed to be walking free. But no, it's fine. Meanwhile, this how dare you insinuate that 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 Caucasian man shouldn't have his money? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I forgot where I was in white America in 1950s America, the best America. Well, uh, since we're since we're talking about how great America is, let's roll into our news segment because the top of our news segment is an incredibly patriotic thing. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. So the big game happened, and it was super. It bowled me over, etc. There was a triumphant clash between the. Uh, appropriate appropriation of indigenous culture out of Kansas city versus the symbol of American imperialism out of Philadelphia. Uh, and, and racism of, on the back of the helmets though. So it's cool. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, we 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 do not we do not abide by racism here at Chiefs Stadium. Uh, now, now, everyone, do your loudest tomahawk chop in a pro, an appreciation of indigenous culture. Yeah. Uh, it was it was definitely a choice that the NFL made when they cut to the group of Chiefs fans from Germany and had the German people waving their arms frantically in celebration of the Chiefs. And it was just just like, whoa, wait a minute. German people, you're not allowed to use your arms that way. There's rules. Stop. Stop, German people. No, no. Yeah, I mean, that that seems like doubling in a stadium full of things that people are doing stuff with their arms that they should not be doing. Because again, and and like as a child for a time, I lived in Georgia and the only the one and only professional baseball game I ever went to as a child uh, or ever was to see the Atlanta Braves. And they gave me a little plastic tomahawk and we did that chant a lot. And I was like, wow, what good fun. And then uh, also uh, when I lived there, I remember I got like a small commemorative thing from the Confederacy Museum. Uh, and also thought nothing of it until I got like I got to high school age and I was reflecting upon my younger years and I was just like, oh wow, Georgia! <laughs> it's just like they said it was. <laughs> I just didn't know because I was deep in the shit. Anyway, yeah, that's just racist. And like, come on, guys, get with it. I mean, I I understand that you're in the middle of the country or whatever, but like, you know, Kansas City's kind of a real city. Like, you probably shouldn't be that openly racist. Let's 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 maybe less a little bit on the racism. A skosh, just smidge. Yes. Just ke- so, keep the name, but make yourself police-themed. Like, you'll still be able to, like, rub it oh in Oh, my liberal- God. You'll still be able to rub it in liberals' faces because, like, you probably don't like them uh, and they don't like the police. But you can get away from, like, the inherent racism of the name being what it is now. Yeah, you can, you can, be, <laughs> you can be the Kansas City Police Chiefs. You can flip your uniforms to blue. You can have like the Blue Lives Matter flag on the fifty yard line. You'll still own libs, but you'll be doing it to back the blue and support the troops. Yeah, you can have like the nightstick chop or whatever. Yes, <laughs> that's probably the only way that we can successfully change the mascot of the Chiefs is if we make it a police <laughs> yeah, symbol police of police brutality. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and you've you've got the money to get somebody to make like a like a like a, a logo or like a caricature or whatever of that for like you know this is this is Chief Chief or whatever, and he yes. and he is a white guy. I can't stress this enough. Don't be tempted. Like you just keep it a white guy to make sure that there's no question as to what like I mean you know normally you'd want to represent a different color if you could, but in this instance I feel like you just want to make sure his name is Chief Patty McIrish and he's yes. Caucasian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, beyond the uh, pro- the problematic nature of our Super Bowl champion's name, um, we also had a bunch of nonsense going on around the Super Bowl. The first of these things is the is the now yearly freakout in the pregame show, where uh, before the Super Bowl they have the song "Lift Every Voice and Sing" be uh, played. And this is literally, this is just a song. But in, back in the day, it was called the Black National Anthem by the NAACP. And so now it gets reported as being that. Uh, and so all these right-wing people who live only to be outraged and offended are like, there's only one national anthem. I don't know nothing about no Black National Anthem. I'm trying to divide America by race, and I'm so upset about it. Did you see Carrie posted? She's like herself sitting, even though it wasn't because you could see the TV in the background and it was like commercials playing at that moment. But she was like, I'm not standing 
for the black national anthem. We only yeah, have but again, one uh, but again, these same people love a Confederate flag, which is literally the fucking flag literally, of, <laughs> literally the flag of another nation or, or an attempted other nation. These people like. You know, they'll move the goalposts in any orientation they need to to avoid just saying, yo, we don't like it when when people that are not white are doing a thing. We don't like it. We do not like it when they are having fun or just living their lives. We hate it so much. Yeah. And my favorite part about that Carrie photo is there's a guy behind her sitting also. Like, literally, <laughs> it's just. Everybody's like, yeah, dude, he, he's also a sick patriot. Dude, <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so ridiculous because she's sitting on like basically we're kind of like uh, like like stadium seats that are like kind of the cheap seats, and there's a guy behind her who's at a bar who's like in a box seat in a bar, and he's sitting down. There's a woman next to him sitting down at the bar. Like no one is standing in this photo. So even if like you were supposed to stand for the black national anthem, which I don't think was a request that was made, I have no idea if it was or not, but I I've never heard anyone being told to stand for lift every voice and sing, but um. Now stand for your Black National Anthem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so th- there was a bu- giant to-do about that. There was all this rending of garments and freaking out and people getting all kinds of upset about that. That and probably then, got her the VP, honestly. It might have. It might have. <laughs> Carrie Lake standing up to woke, woke bullshit. Oh, yeah. Boom. Yeah, just... So, yeah. Carrie Lake, she's standing up by sitting down. <laughs> yeah. So that all happened, but then imagine the, if I was using my powers for evil. Oh God, grifting is grifting is so easy. It's just this whole thing about having any morals or compassion that just like keeps people away from it. You can just like yeah, see. Dude, it sucks. I want to shut that part. Can I get? Can I shut that part of myself <laughs> off for like a decade? Just stack a bunch of cash and then become a better person later in life. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like can I see a hypnotist and just be like, make me? I want like a liar, liar style situation where I go under this hypnosis and you just make me a bad person for like a decade, and then like ten years from now you're gonna say rutabaga to me, and I'm just gonna be a good millionaire. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you get to actually do the the fake Glenn Beck Glenn Beck redemption arc, but you actually do it where you do apologize and you do change your stripes. You don't go in the Glenn Beck apology tour and then like a week later be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I ain't making any money. Time to be queuing on." Boom, did it. Make it rain. It's just like, yeah. Let's get this Black Mirror episode going. Yes, because this doesn't sound like it would end well. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but no way. In all of those Jim Carrey movies, it always ended great. <laughs> yes. So beyond the pregame festivities, it got everyone all upset and angry. We had to have our Super Bowl halftime show, aka America's tribute to Moloch, because that. Yeah, the- if you were awake for it. Yeah. Was, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Under normal circumstances, I love me a Rihanna, but as I said in my group chat with my friends. Rihanna, like pregnant Rihanna, brought pregnant lady energy, and that's not what I'm looking for in my Super Bowl halftime show. And I get it, you're pregnant, like, and, and don't worry, I understand. But at the same time, like, that doesn't mean it was any better. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious how many people freaked out about it still, though. Like, like, oh, yeah, there were sexual, people in white suits like, dancing around, like, in red lights on platforms that look like Final Destination, a joke that is totally original to me. Nobody yeah. else. Nobody else looked at that and immediately thought Super Smash Brothers. That was just L. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah, I Super Smash Brothers, uh, and then all the all the satanic stuff because there was a lot of red involved. Um, she grabbed her bum. It's Maga. Which, 
Yes. Oh, that's that, from the Red Maga. That's so was this like an Antichrist thing? Is that their angle on it? Because if not, it should be. Some red is okay. Some red is not okay. Right. Liberal red is bad. Uh, Maga red and red states are good. <laughs> so that's how this works. It's Calvin Ball. Whatever we say is the new rules of the game. And so you had everyone. There was a lot of Illuminati stuff, and basically, she's wearing red, and she stands in sexy, and this is evil and bad, and she's. And there were a bunch of camera angles where the platforms were situated in certain ways, where you could, if you wanted to really work hard at it, you could come up with an upside down cross. There was there was material there. It wasn't as bad as Katy Perry. Katy Perry got the gold standard for Illuminati symbolism in a halftime show to freak these people out with. But she was definitely more uh, evil than Lady Gaga because they were all waiting for Lady Gaga to do some shit. But all of Lady Gaga's stagecraft was very boring. I watched so many Illuminati videos after the Lady Gaga halftime show, and it was so funny. They were like, and now she did a thing, and I, I, I don't know about that, but I, I don't like it. Probably bad. And it was like it was wild how no material she gave them. I, I haven't delved into the Rihanna halftime show, like the Illuminati deep dives, but I'm sure I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> Why? Whoa, whoa, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Hips, hips Mike, moving. Uh, okay, Mike, let me pull you aside for a sec. Mike, that's what you're supposed to be doing for the podcast, man. I know. I, my, uh, this is my first day off from my day job. I, that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting cracking. I promise. I swear. Mike, just watch it on your phone at your day job. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely should be doing that. Yes. I'll, I'll get on that. Okay. All yes. right. Sorry, Haley. I had to pull Mike aside real quick to remind him. Don't you count cards? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a supervisor right now, so I watch other people throw cards, and I make so sure. That could you? Uh, if I wanted to get in trouble, I could do such things. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's supposed to be levi- like levitating over them with telekinetic powers, like just bearing down on the dealers and making sure that they're not doing anything awry. Yeah, I, I, I'm supposed to be like <laughs> I'm supposed to be like Nick Cage at the end of that uh, trailer for the new movie he's doing, where he's Dracula. I'm supposed to be like I'm supposed to be hovering ominously above the room, making sure that all my dealers are minding their P's and Q's. Wow, how is it possible that you managed to not see the Rihanna thing, but you managed to see this Redfield trailer? No, <laughs> you're full, you're full of surprises, Mike. <laughs> I saw the Redfield trailer a few weeks ago, I, and it just it just lingered in your brain. You were just yes, like, it did. Yes, it "This did. is going to be my back pocket Redfield <laughs> reference." Yes. <laughs> I do, one never knows what sticks in my dumb brain. Well done, mate. I mean, Thank hey, you. I mean, at the very least, it's entertaining. I'm entertained. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if the audience is entertained, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you know my policy on our audience. Fuck those clowns. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, babies. I love you. <laughs> Haley's cold indifference to our maniacal chuckling is probably the audience. As well. <laughs> Just, oh my God. Uh, so all of that happened, and then the final <laughs> thing, the, the final fun thing in the Super Bowl was uh, a few weeks ago. I forget, I think it was Arian Foster, but like some NFL former player made a joke about how, oh yeah, before every season, the NFL gives us a script that tells what's going to happen. The whole thing's rigged and staged, and a lot of people took this guy seriously. A lot of people were just like, oh yeah, this guy needs it. NFL rigged. It's all like WWE. So uh, some morons uh, decided to get QAnon all jeeped up and they posted what they said was a screen grab of the script leaking for the Super Bowl. 
in that leaked script, the Philadelphia Eagles won uh, 37-34. So they tweaked the script slightly. They tweaked the script, yep. Yep, and yep. The, 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 because, because well, they, they, we were on their tail, so <laughs> yeah. they do they do that they do that we were on their tail. So they called an audible. Yes, you can't yes. see the pinky, but the pinky is going up to the mouth to indicate a cheeky ref. And uh, and then yeah, so they called an audible. And they were like, "How about we just do something wildly different?" Yes, and, and the Chiefs won thirty eight thirty five. So it's like improv. Yeah, that's a lot of Corey. That's a lot of choreo to throw in the garbage. Yeah, yes, and it's just like it's just like okay. So b- because we want it to look natural, you get you guys are just gonna have to actually play a little football tonight. Sorry, yeah. like, oh man, I'm not I'm not trained for this. Yeah, I, I, I didn't study dance for six years at Juilliard for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So both the pregame, uh, halftime, and full game were all Illuminati conspiracy theories, 100 percent confirmed. It's all facts. Uh, please. Uh, Donate to my Patreon for the hidden truth. That's so. If you about. if you love dissecting Super Bowl for conspiracy theories, then the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl of conspiracy theories. Yes. <laughs> so dumb. Like you get get your friends together, a nice big party. Like oh, like your 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 wife's just like oh, there's my husband. He's just doing his annual Super Bowl party. Man, man him and the guys they sure do love the Super Bowl. But I don't care about sports, so I'm gonna fuck off. And then as soon as she's out of the room, everybody pulls out their like cork board with their like strings and their like, <laughs> like black and white magazine pictures cut out and tacked to it. <laughs> God. And that's why I pitch for a Mad TV sketch. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Mad TV, come back. You were the hip alternative to SNL. Did you anyway. see those um Jesus commercials? No, I haven't seen shit from this. Like I skipped, yeah. the, I skipped the big game entirely. I the only Jesus bought some advertising. I thought it was. I heard that people were pissed off about it because didn't they spent like sixty million dollars advertising Jesus. It's going to be a hundred million dollar campaign. It's actually like this super like far right Christian fund that is like making the commercials because they're also giving away free T shirts, hats, and stickers. I totally ordered some. <laughs> Sweet. Um, how, many, how many converts do you need to make that? Like, d- are there bean counters that like sort of like how? What is the human soul worth? Right? You're just like, hey, we're gonna spend a hundred million dollars in outreach to spread the word about the Lord. Ads. Just ads. And it's just like, but how much do you expect that to bring in? Like, if you convert like ten thousand people, is that good? Is that like a good dollar to soul ratio for the church? <laughs> That's a good point because I saw a lot of like other christian right groups being like this is wrong you're not supposed to advertise jesus even though they advertise jesus um <laughs> I th- is it wait a minute there's there are people out there who think that christianity is not to be shared this is the point of christianity yeah i saw a lot of gatekeeping share- talk from like other christian groups that are trying to make money off of jesus so i'm like this is funny jesus capitalism is funny i think <laughs> Right, even even the weird version was I, I can't remember which version it is, but even even the weird version where space and heaven is limited, I think that they're still supposed to be out there getting you on board. Yeah, they're just uh, like, hey, you, you like just so you know, like the, like space and heaven is limited, but like you should still probably join the club. But then maybe you're gonna have it. I don't know. You're definitely not making it if you're not part of the club. Yeah. I think that's Calvinism. I'm sure someone will correct me, but yeah, it's one of those. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's the the, the, the idea that there are people out there that would be like, I understand that in principle, you should be outraged because it's just like, how do they have this much money to just throw around 
Like that's you a lot the, of cash. You know the group, you know the the you know the the legal group that like is involved with the 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 cake guy, the gay cake guy, uh masterpiece cakes. He wanted he didn't want to bake a cake for a gay couple guy. We we know him, yes. Yeah, and uh it's the they back that legal group and that's the same legal group that like helped bring down Roe and like kind of targets abortion rights in every state and it's like a massive like christian right fund like they i looked at their um tax stuff and uh they made like over a billion dollars last year (laughs) yeah and and that like but you know i would expect that some amount of that money would be spent on pro jesus outreach to like oh definitely they give a lot to a lot to churches and like all the anti-choice so it's just like yeah i mean as long as they're doing the stuff that christians are supposed to like are supposed to be doing you know like you know, I don't want to see any groups. of those creatures flashing that cash. Like, you, <laughs> even if you are wealthy, you be quiet about it. I don't want to think about how much money you're making there, preacher man. But if the church is just like, yeah, we donated $100 million to these charities last year. We did a $100 million like marketing campaign to get Jesus back in people's like, ca- house again. It's just like, okay, you're a church. I would expect that that's where your money's going. Yeah. So to be outraged over that is just hilarious conservatives they just want to be pissed off about shit just as much as like hyper hyper liberals do you know what i mean they're always just like they're just like oh fucking trans people they're just always complaining because they're all liberal they just want to complain and it's just like all anybody wants to do is fucking complain dude but it turns out that like some people have a better case than others so start (laughs) your trap yeah that's that's really what it comes down to that's that's what always makes me laugh about these people like oh you triggered much live and i'm like i look at your timeline and all your timeline is is you're mad about everything you live perpetually triggered and all you can do is like scream out oh no you're triggered it's like you're the one who's red in the face and has high blood pressure yeah anyone who's ever used the phrase war on christmas that ironically you don't get to talk about being triggered that's the most triggered thing i've ever heard of in my life yeah it's just like it seems like every year christmas seems a little bit bigger it seems like christmas is bigger than ever but everyone's just like, we're on Christmas. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now, now we're in the weeds just dunking on conservatives. It's so easy. Uh, but unfortunately, we do have to talk about uh, a terrible thing that more people should be talking about. Kind of, kind of fucking weird that more people are talking about this. Uh, the massive trade derailment slash chemical leak slash chemical fire uh, that is turning a portion of Ohio into like the, act- the actual fallout. Like, enjoy your, enjoy your delicious Look actual in your fallout. States. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's only going to get worse from here. Uh, so for more actual information rela- related to this, I'll toss it over to Mike. Mike, tell us about this year's train derailment slash train fire. So this train derailment happened a while ago, and it is like pretty much the story of it is the fact that uh, Ohio has created this sort of hellscape of deregulation and uh, just caving to these uh, train companies. Big train is a lot of power here. And so this thing's happened and we have we have all these people like blaming Biden and claiming that oh, like this is pre Buttigieg's wrongdoing, like they're evil and bad and the government's destroying the world. But when you look at what's actually happened, there is some really scary shit on the books in Ohio, a state that's run by Republicans. This is like from many years ago, like I believe like in 2017, uh, a 
what I believe was a Democrat legislator posted a thing where he said, let me give you a scenario. You and your team get called to an emergency scene. You have basic information of what occurred. When you get there, it looks like a bomb just went off. You see coal black smoke just rolling up the hill. There appears to be lines of fire spread across several acres of all, as well as you, as you approach. You notice uh, coming up to the site, there are explosives at the site and as the fire nears, bur- near burns nearby. So you're dealing with all this shit. It is possible uh, that when you get there, you could be like, hey, what chemicals am I dealing with? I need to know what's going on here. And you could be told those chemicals are a trade secret of the company that had this fire happen to their property. We can't tell you what chemicals it was. And uh, this happened in 2014 at a stat oil chemical fire happened on on a well pad in Clarington, Ohio. So, like, these are the actual laws in Ohio right now where you can be a first responder and you don't even get to know what fucking shit you're walking into because the corporations don't have to tell you what sort of fucking toxins you're going to be breathing in and for the next half hour or so before, like, you eventually walk away because your lungs are burning. So, like, this is about... um this is again about basically the, these railroad companies having all this money and having Republicans in their back pocket and all that kind of stuff. And it's led to this real disaster where now, uh, because a Democrat's the president, it's like, quick, blame him. He, he's the one who did it. It's not us. It's, it's him. He's, he's the bad guy. So it's really hilarious that this is the kind of danger that we're dealing with because fucking rich people need to make a buck. That's really all there is to it. Yeah, so now we have the, these these five tanker cars filled with this chemical that is uh, leaking into the earth and also uh, being burned off, and uh, because burning something just makes it go away, just if just, you just burn it away with fire, it just goes away immediately. Uh, which you know, like apropos of nothing, I guess you know coincidentally then there's also this huge fucking like perpetual mushroom cloud <laughs> just rising above this town and all these fish and cattle are dying nearby don't worry about it uh and yeah so we have this we have this disaster that is happening and uh you know uh, uh, like an excuse like it seems like it would be a pretty good time for people to start talking about regulation and all this and that but yeah. unfortunately this isn't really getting a ton of coverage uh certainly not the amount of coverage you would expect for some sort of like you know, if this was like a like a like a nuclear power plant meltdown or something, everybody would be losing their freaking minds. But the, w- w- what we have here is like a slow chemical burn off that is turning into a giant noxious cloud that will rain acid upon this community in Ohio and further communities beyond for a while. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, and that's not including the stuff that did get burned off that did make its way into the ground or whatever. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and this is going to keep ter- happening because our. You know, infrastructure is failing at a pretty rapid rate. Uh, this wasn't the only incident to happen. Um, and yesterday in Arizona, there was a nitric acid spill. <laughs> uh, Fun. Yeah, they had to clear out a a, a neighborhood because it was in the air. Have they considered and, burning it? Just lighting it on no, fire? No, I think just- they just considered like letting it, the people pass through it. They were just like, drive through, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're in a car. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, it's whatever. It's just acid. They're, they're airtight. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is why, if you're worried about the acid, you could just drive it into your nearest like body of water and just clean it off real good, then just drive right out again. <laughs> so the the, was, the other thing that Elle has brought up here about the coverage of this is that there is media coverage of it, but now what has also been happening is that there are lunatics 
that are covering this from a like just an apocalyptic uh, frame of reference. We have people now um, just basically making shit up about what's going on, and hopefully, I mean, uh, there definitely needs to be like. Uh, actual like federal investigations into what's going on and i hope the mainstream media digs into this more but we have people like Stu peters who i've talked about previously on this podcast was a, was the guy who said that he, i have inside sources to say Tamar hamlin is brain dead in the hospital and we have and, and he's behind died suddenly he's one of the guys promoting that fucking uh, movie and Stu is he's also a nazi he was at america fest he was at nick fuentes's america fest he was a speaker He's oh, like a white replacement guy. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's an absolute sack of shit. So like if you or any if, if you or anyone you know sees anything by him, don't think for a moment that he's on the level because what these people are trying to do is they're trying to present themselves as a truth teller talking about this disaster in Ohio that no one's giving the proper coverage to in the hopes of like, oh my god, this guy's a straight shooter. He's telling it like it is. And then he can lure you into the Nazism because, like, well, if he's right about the Ohio train derailment, he's got to be right about other things too, right? And he got retweeted, or he got he got Elon to reply guy him. Uh, there's this other guy, Krakatoa, I can't or whatever his name is. He's the uh, Hawaiian election denier. Um, he uh, is now also he literally his entire existence before this Ohio thing was just like the rigged election going over all this shit. And then he jumped into Ohio too. And he also got a reply from Elon. So you have a lot of right wing absolute pieces of shit trying to rebrand themselves as investigative journalists who are sussing out the truth about what's going on in Ohio. And it's like, don't believe these people. They don't have sources. They don't know what they're talking about. They're just making it up. I saw like some account that was like like Ohio Falconry or something, and they were talking about, oh man, Ohio's gonna everyone's gonna die. And it's like, you're also lying. Like, just this is bad. Like this is a terrible thing, and we're going to have to get to the bottom of it, but I don't trust you to do it. Is basically the point of what I'm trying to say here is that there's a bunch of people trying to make a buck off this shit. And like be ready for it and be ready to like see that for what it is. Also like, um, like, cause I see a lot of like, yeah, like not right wing people sharing Stu Peters because he's kind of not being his normal self and like really toning it down and being just like, what is going on? You know, like clearly trying to kind of lure people in. Cause that is not his normal tone. Um, and then like, once you're lured in his kind of narrative has as well as like Charlie Kirk and a couple other figures, there was a neo-Nazi group that went out there and provided aid propaganda. Um, they're taking it and like using this kind of uh, opportunity to spread like a, this is anti-white racism. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they, the Biden administration tr- crashed this truck in Ohio full of white people to, yeah. to begin the great replacement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah well, I mean, God, they're having a field day with this one because originally it was balloons that shot them down, right? Because yeah. like the, the, the original derailment happened in the wake of the, the first balloon, and, and it, which is funny because I think we touched upon it lightly in during the podcast 
like as a joke, not realizing all the chemical related stuff that was going on. Because again, like the, this is one of those rare instances where it's just like, I'm still glad that Twitter is around because if not for Twitter, I wouldn't know shit about this situation. Like I just like haven't really seen like a ton of coverage on it, like AP news or whatever. Um, and you know, I haven't gone digging for it, but Twitter like put it in my face. It was like, look at what's going on. And I was like, Oh my God, this is pretty serious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, good, good on you, Twitter. I'm, I'm glad that you still exist to, like for the time being until anything yeah. better comes along. And then I yeah. will abandon you. And, and until Elon makes you pay eight bucks to have a block list. Cause Elon, Elon must be heard. And if you don't want to hear Elon, you gotta give Elon money. You didn't hear what I have to say. Go birds. That's what Philadelphia Eagle fans say, right? I'm hip. That'd be great. And then, and, then, and, then, and then truly at some point, just because he'd be hemorrhaging cash, he'd be bought and paid for, right? So he'd just be like, man, I love Starbucks coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks is so good. Starbucks <laughs> coffee, right? So great. Oh, God, he did that. He, like, freaking, uh, he replied guy, like, a Doritos ad and, like, a car ad. Like, he was literally like, hey, Doritos, if you do an ad on my uh, website, I'll reply guy you and try to get you more engagement. I was like, oh, my God. He's he's now a door greeter at Walmart. He's the saddest human being ever. Well, we we already talked about his dumb ass this week, so yes. fuck him. Uh, let, let, let's move on to our next news segment. Uh, you know, like I, I could have segued into it, but then I decided not to because we wanted to take some more shots at Elon Musk because, of course, we did. Uh, but it's time to to talk about bo- balloon fever. I mean, America still got America still has balloon fever, and as we all know from that hilarious Will Ferrell bit about cowbell, the only cure is more balloons. So that's what we've been getting. Lots and lots of more balloons. Uh, so what is going on with balloon madness, Mike? I wasn't here last week to do balloon talk. Yeah. So America and Canada shot down more balloons over America, which really kind of made the question, why are we now doing this so aggressively? Well, some of them weren't balloons. Washington Post reported yesterday that some of them weren't balloons. Also, we missed one. We, we shot. Are- we missed <laughs> oh, 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 I saw so many comments. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it, when, it, when it comes to the balloon stuff, I actually did hear, like, I did, a, like, a little bit of my own research into this. So, yes, I did hear about the guy, like, how, uh, like, jet, jets jets were scrambled, balloon was downed, and then the, 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 the fighters triumphantly returned, and they had fired two of these Sidewinder missiles for their jet, uh, which means that either one of them wasn't enough to get the job done against this weird balloon... Or somebody missed. Uh, I think the TikTok video I said uh, like said quote missed their free like balloon kill or whatever. Like ma- ma- like managed made to whiff on a free balloon kill. <laughs> Way to not get your ribbon, idiot! Oh, I saw some hilarious misogyny about like oh that all woman flyover makes sense since we missed that balloon because apparently a uh, female pilot can't press a button and shoot a rocket in a balloon and blow it up that's that's be- that's beyond what a lady's capable of doing or something well i i, I do so some uh some of the the people who have been flying uh, uh near these balloons uh have have like reported experiencing like trouble with their uh you know onboard equipment uh i wonder who started that uh, who started that rumor? May, may have been the guy who missed the missile shot. It's just like, yeah, it was so weird. I got close to it, and uh, you know, I was flying blind. But you know, I just, you know, I tried to, I tried to eyeball it. And I, I whipped. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were saying that like the fucking F thirty fives, those giant money sinks that we've wasted so much money on. That like F thirty five pilots are saying their shit's getting fried. 
So then they bring they fly, have F twenty twos, which are like the older model. They come in and actually do the kill. So it's like, oh my god, like really? We've spent like I don't know, like a trillion dollars on these fucking planes, and they can't even knock down balloons. It's really impressive. Also, my plane guy just he, while we're recording sent me this hilarious update from the Air Force. The tanker that's up there with them to refuel um, has the Air Force just ordered them to be inspected because there's a possible defection that could cause the tail to fl- fly off mid-flight. I mean, yeah, like- this was flying over the Super Bowl. We had the same like uh, stuff flying over the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh! Oh my God, <laughs> it, 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 it could have killed Rihanna. It could have killed Elon. He was there too. That's like the sta- that's 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 what's what, what makes Smash Brothers fun though stage hazards and stuff you know sometimes yes. sometimes the bit the big flaming tail wreckage crashes on the football field stage and you and you just get biffed. <laughs> we would have just got an actual Dark Knight Rises scene and just would have had Bane blow up the stadium. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So the story the the story is as I've been told via the internet is that apparently like we upgraded our radar filtration stuff or whatever and then suddenly we're just detecting a higher level of these balloons that are shaped weird because previously that allowed them to evade detection so you'll get like octagon balloon or whatever and it's just like oh it's like shaped so weird what's going on it's just like it was shaped that way to avoid radar detection mate like (laughs) and on top of that and from from that's reality that's like the story that we're hearing from normal sane people the insane reality people the QAnon people they think that this is Biden slowly working his way into admitting that there are aliens. It's that true. We're, we're just we're working our way up to Area Fifty One. Like, there's not shooting down balloons, brother. No. Well, well, welcome to Earth. <laughs> where we're at here. I mean, you this got a seems- nice American hello. Yes. Look, I mean, in this instance, I like every once in a while they have one that I want to believe in. So yeah, I mean yep. that. <laughs> That would clearly be much cooler if it was just like, yeah, hey, guess what? Aliens are real. Because, again, like you would imagine or at least you would fucking hope that if aliens were real and we had definitive proof that they were like monitoring us or like sending crafts to like do stuff to our planet, that humanity could like rally around to be like, hey. Maybe instead of fighting each other, we should prepare to fight aliens because that seems like it's going to be pretty tough. No, let them take us, please. I mean, that's what I want. Like, <laughs> but but I'm, a, I'm a weirdo. All I want is upload. If an alien showed up and we were just like, hey, we want your your planet's resources, would you like us to put you in a computer? I'd be like, yeah, immediately. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care to take all of our platinum or whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever, whatever weird thing it is that you want from Earth, it's yours. You, you have it. Take it. Don't care. Where's I love the mind of alien them? overlords. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't Whoa. want to be like actually enslaved. Like, I don't want to be like pushing bricks around for some reason, just like because they think it's funny to make us do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, like uh, I would happily bend the knee to benevolent aliens. They're just like, hey, you guys have been fucking up, so we're taking over. I'd be like, yes, done. perfect, do that. Please. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Please take our nukes off our hands. Please settle the whole religious dispute thing. Whatever you want, aliens. You're calling the shots now. It's all good. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it just seems like fighting back would be such a hassle. Uh, I'm just like I'm just like the perfect. Yeah, the let perfect them do it for a while, you know. Yeah, I'm just such a I'm just <laughs> such a sub when it comes to to alien daddy dom. He yeah. just shows up and he's just like I'm way more advanced than you. I'm just like cool. You win. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're just rolling. I'm, I'm, fa- I'm fast to concede. I don't like to grind out those one percenters. I'll just fucking snap. I'll snap it up. All my cards back into one pile. <laughs> yep, done. Full. I fold. You win. Take the pot. It's yours. You got it. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. uh, so uh, I would love to continue talking about the potential uh, existence of aliens because God, wouldn't that be cool? But instead, we have to talk about something much less cool than is our weekly ritual, uh, and that is we have to talk about Donald Trump, uh, at least briefly. So, Mike, what, what does Trump have for us this week? Uh, well, Trump had a giant hissy fit at Rihanna for because Rihanna doesn't like him, and he was like, "Rihanna sucks, and she's bad. She's gonna have a terrible halftime show." And then apparently uh, Trump like wanted people to watch the Super Bowl so he that we could see Rihanna like fail to give a good halftime show or something, and a lot of QAnon people were like, "Hey Trump, I've given up on the NFL ever since they let Colin Kaepernick just disrespect America by taking a knee." But if if Daddy Trump wants me to watch the poll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll I'll grip my teeth and watch football, and. Till that all happened, then Trump whined about Rihanna's halftime show sucking because it's his life. And he also has uh, decided to uh, continuously screech out that he is being prosecuted unfairly, that it's a witch hunt against him. Uh, because our boy Mike Pence got a subpoena to testify uh, before uh, Jack Smith, Dark Jack, or whatever we're calling him because we're crazy liberals like to make memes about people. Uh, Smith is coming and all that shit. But, um, Basically, he's uh, Trump's getting mad because it looks like the all these cases against him are slowly moving towards actually something happening. And then while that was all going on, we had news reports that Trump had commissioned a group to find out how the 2020 election had been stolen from him. And the group came back to him and was like, it was not stolen from you. You lost fair and square. We checked everything. We looked for every possible way you could have gotten ripped off, and it didn't happen. We're sorry, Donnie. You just lost. And Trump was like, fuck you. And he just buried the report because you're not allowed to tell that man that he lost legitimately. So, yeah, he's he's been having a good one. I believe you mean to say you're not allowed to lie to that man that he lost legitimately. Oh, I'm you, may, you may only tell him the truth that he is still the president. Yes, he's still the shadow president. Don't worry. He's, don't worry. Don't worry, pal. You're still the president. Everybody respects your authority. Yeah, you're the greatest. You're truly the greatest of all of us, Donnie. You, you, you can nuke a China whenever you want to there, big guy. Or a hurricane. Or whatever you want. You can just throw nukes wherever. Just fucking do them. It's great. I mean, but there's no, there, there's no evidence saying that a nuke wouldn't stop a hurricane. <laughs> this is true. It is possible. It is possible you could nuke a hurricane in this emission. What a clown, obviously. Obviously, he is such a clown. But, you know, at least he, like Elon, is a gift that keeps on giving. Man, we can type in an unlimited amount of content out of these jokers. Yes. Maybe at some point, Elon Elon will bleed enough cash where he will be, like, actually desperate enough to actually have to to join forces with Donald Trump. That'll be great. (laughs) If if they get some other other rich goon uh, in the mix, we could fuse them all together into, like, some sort of horrible chimera. It'd be great. Oh god. I just I just love that like there was that moment where uh Elon re uh re reactivated Trump's uh account and then was just begging Trump to repost on Twitter. Like, please, Donnie, please post on Twitter. Put that then, horny meme out, you yeah, know? Yeah, the yeah, the like, horny Fuck me. Yeah, he, he po- <laughs> yeah, he posted the temptress trying to get the <laughs> 
the priest to give in to the temptations of the flesh. If he was smart, he would have negged Trump. He would have been like, yeah, I, I reactivated Donald Trump's account, but he's too much of a weak pussy to ever post on Twitter again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Trump DeSantis Trump. posts on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. DeSantis has the fucking sack and, and big meaty root to post on Twitter. But what about Donald Trump? He, he hides he has it in his walled garden with his, with his no followers over on True Social. <laughs> Donald Trump does not seem like he is strong-willed enough to not take the bait on reverse psychology. I'm just gonna say it. He seems like he seems like a, a, a dingus that would fall for that immediately. Oh, absolutely. Dude, yeah. I'll show you. Oh, I'll yeah. post on Twitter so much you won't even believe it. <laughs> yeah, God. <sighs> anyway, uh, speaking of posts on Twitter, that's when we solicit questions for our mailbag. So let's get to it. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you real quick for breaking news. Uh, getting photos from Sarge from the parade, and it looks boring. Uh, boring confirmed. Looks like just any old parade. Is anyone uh, on a pole? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, according to these photos and, and videos, it would appear that uh, Sarge is some amount of distance away from these gentlemen who are professional football players. Uh, and those professional football players appear to be drinking and smoking again at some distance from Sarge. So, uh, but, oh, look, it, it, there it is. There's the superb owl trophy uh, named from Falco Lombardi, I believe. And uh, it is also at a distance. It looks pretty small. But I believe that if you were closer to it, it would actually be pretty impressive. Anyway, Uh, parades are dumb and I hate them. um, Breaking news. I also got a photo from um, Mike and it's a dog in a tie. Yes, that is one of our questions that we will be getting to. (laughs) Your visual cue. Um, (laughs) Our first question is from Confidently Befuddled, which is the cutest dog. What world leader do you guys think? What world leader do you guys individually you could take in a fight? All of them. Uh, I don't know about that. I think that Trudeau would probably be able to kick our asses. Trudeau's pretty in shape. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the stats on a lot of them, but I feel like for sure, Sleepy Joe. He's just over eighty. I'm not sure if there's any person over 80 that I, I don't think I could take in a fight or whatever. He's just like, how, how old is he actually? Is that really he, over 80? Uh, he's, I think he's... I, he's like he, 70X? No, he's 80. He's 80 on the dot. Is right he? Now. Yeah. My God. Holy crap. I remember basically they said that like if he actually like served the full eight years, he'd, be, he'd leave office at age 86. So, yeah. Sweet so, Christmas. And I mean, hey, look, if you want to get your jollies by sending me pictures or whatever of octogenarians that you think could take me, uh, that's fine. Um, but uh, I don't think Joe Biden's one of them. No, but I'm sure there are a bunch of world leaders out there that could kick my ass. And but I like I like my odds against most of them. Like I just yeah. don't have enough knowledge, right? Like like what am I going to do? Just be like, yeah, I can take all of them. And it's just like, okay, well, currently the Democratic Republic of Congo is like under actual control by this warlord who was like a former fucking like special forces operative <laughs> or whatever. I'm just like, okay, well maybe not that guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a country in Africa that's actually run by Killmonger and it's like, Oh shit. No, no, <laughs> can't, can't fuck with that guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, most of, I would say I get Biden and I'll just go with the big two. I could definitely take Biden and Putin in a fight. Cause like, I mean, like, I mean, Putin, now that Putin's got blood cancer and it seems like just standing his pain. I feel like I might be able to get like Putin in his prime, probably not. Like oh, I'm, no. I'm weak and t- I'm weak and doughy, but uh, that guy's got blood cancer now, and that's that that that's a serious force multiplier on my on my behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he, Putin was a, a KGB trained spy, so he had all that kind of training and shit. So he obviously 
in his day could have taken people in a fight, but uh, now not. I mean, now that moon faced, uh, he's soft. Of, yeah, he's very soft. He is. Well, we have called ourselves the soft boys on the podcast previously, but uh, yeah, uh, Vladdy Daddy is a very soft boy, and I, we we believe that we could take him in a, in a tussle where push come to the shove. And you know what? I'm calling you out, Trudeau. I like my chances. Let's meet you in the in the ring. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cleodora Silvestri, the Hellworld Grand Inquisitor, asks, uh, Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Ron Watkins walk in together into a bar. In what order are they thrown out, and for what offense does it happen? Ron gets thrown out first because it's Ron. I mean, come on. It's Ron. <laughs> As in Watkins, not right. Demeeple or whatever his nickname is now. Things is people were so happy with Trump that he came up with a good nickname for DeSantis. It's like is it the meatball, yeah, Ron, meat, meatball, Ron, meatball, like, Ron. Okay, the meatball. They were like, we did it. We, John and Two Scoops did it. He came up with a nickname that isn't like really bad and, and weird and weak. Oh I think it, it, well, I mean, it does still. It, it definitely still sucks. It's not clever. Or no, whatever. it's really like, not. I, mean, I like Ron. Like, I love how he just, just like set the bar so low for himself that. Like just you know, just being like, yeah, you know, he looks like meat, but like, like if he was just like, it's all sandwich rod. Everybody just be like, okay, I've heard worse. Ron de stinky, say that yeah. one. How about Ron de sandwich? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking so dumb. Uh, but uh, again, uh, just another instance where Ron DeSantis has decided that he is just too cowardly to attack Trump's many, many flaws. <laughs> and just try to become the new alpha male of the Republican Party. So instead, he's just going to fucking sit there, roll over, and let Trump just call him Meatball Ron. Or... <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. So that that's actually how I how I imagine the this scenario plays out. Uh, Ron Watkins gets thrown out for being a sloppy drunk who can't handle his booze. Watching porn also on his phone. Yes, definitely. Yep. Or, or like make it, making a pass at underage girls outside. Just be like, yeah, I think I can. He brought his anime doll in. I, I can sneak you alcohol. And then they're just like, get out. <laughs> you creep. Yeah. So while that happens, then we would have, then Tr- Trump would get thrown out for bullying DeSantis and DeSantis would just leave because he'd be crying. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Or DeSantis <laughs> would just fall asleep crying at the bar. Yes. And then like, and then he would get kicked out after last call. They'd just be like, hey man, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> also, Trump doesn't drink, so he gets kicked out for just like being cheap. Which yeah, is he, very he, Trump. He gets, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he gets out for not not abiding by the two drink minimum. Really. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, I, I remember I was doing uh, I, I was door dashing and I got an order. And when I pulled up to the address to drop off the order, it was a strip club. And I was like, this is really weird because what am I going to do? Because if I. Because, like, there's all these signs when you get to the front door. It's like $10 cover charge. I'm like, I ain't paying to drop this food off. Do I just get free? Do I just get free a free show here? And, like, the moment I got anywhere near the second door, like, a guy ran out. He's like, with a security shirt. He's like, is, 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 this, is this for Tammy? I'm like, yes. And he just ripped the bag away from me and ran back inside. And I was like, oh, okay. That's how, that's how script clubs handle DoorDash. I get it No now. free looks. No free yeah, looks. Yeah, you don't, you don't get to see any free boobies. Nope, no boobies nope. for you. Nope, nope. You're, you're just the help, buddy. Just g- give the talent their food and get the fuck out. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the question, Cleodora. Uh, Ken Stancil asks, uh, Freddy Potatoes wants to know how he looks in this tie. And what do you, what do you order when you order tie? Um. Okay, so this dog is literally the cutest ever i love him 
and yeah, it's, like a, it, it's a cute little fellow that is certainly true it, like there, there's no there's no denying that this is a cute pup uh the uh, the, the, the tie being crooked is is driving me fucking crazy but that's a me problem the rest no, of it's, the, it's quirky see it doesn't look it like it doesn't look intentional <laughs> i don't know i hate it I hate the, I I hate that the tie is uh off center but the dog itself is uh its cuteness cannot be denied. Uh do love do love a nice I do not love a nice dog. As for Thai food, I am partial to uh I usually just get curries or like if they have like like most of the places have like a specialty noodle dish that will uh have some sort of name unique to the place like there was one in the like I I lived in Kansas the Kansas City area for a time. And uh, our local spot had a dish that was just called like the like something at KC.mo or whatever. It was just like a very obviously specific like, Kansas City reference for this like local to Kansas City Thai place. And it was delicious. You know, it's usually sort of like a better version of Pad Thai or whatever. But I like a green curry, especially. I just love curry. Yeah. I love all things Thai. There's a Thai place by my place and it has a thing called the Garlic Lover, which... It's just a lot of garlic and noodles. It's great. I'm gonna have to get taken to a Thai place because I've never had Thai food. Oh my gosh, come to Arizona! I'll take you. To oh, so many. There, there, there's some like, there's some like kind of uh, local to you. There's some good, uh, you know, decent dish Thai places. Thai is delicious. The real thing I get every time, no matter where I go, uh, is Thai iced tea for my beverage and. Uh, the Thai custard, however they serve it. Usually with like coconut rice or whatever, but I, I love a Thai custard. It's also good if you have veggie, like friends who are ve- vegan or vegetarian because it's like lots of good options. You know, you, you can have the tofu. You can have... Yeah, I'm hungry for Thai food. Tofu. I know, me too. I'm like thinking about it. <laughs> Dude, this, this, this question sucks because I don't want Thai food. <laughs> yeah, it's too early for Thai food. <laughs> uh, that's not true. It's never too early for Thai food. <laughs> And uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, our next question is, uh, what is your favorite soup? And Pancake Peasant asked that. Oh, man. Can I check it out and just say all? <laughs> I love a good soup. Me too. I like soup. I, I, like, I, like ch- I like chicken. I like chicken mostly with rice. Chicken and rice, maybe, maybe some carrots thrown in there, some stuff like that. But just like keep it really basic. Like you can have the broth have like all kinds of like flavoring in it. You can put all kinds of like onions and shit for that. But uh, a really basic chicken soup is like just awesome for me. I can I could eat that for a week. I'm, like I'm always happy with that. Yeah, I like to like tomato based soups. They're pretty good. Big fan mm. of tomato based. There's like this like cheap ass like sopa uh, that I would eat a lot growing up. Uh, it's just like some Mexican based soup. It just tastes kind of tomatoey. That shit slaps. I can eat that shit every day. Soup rocks. Also, I like mushroom soup. Yeah, I mean, assuming that uh, assuming that stews are soups uh, in this category, uh, probably beef stew. Like if I was looking for something American, just because I could eat beef stew over white rice like every day for you know months and months at a time before I was getting sick of it. Uh, I grew up eating that a lot, so it's just got like a like nostalgia flavor for me. Um, I'm sure that internationally there are better soups than that. Like I love a good ramen. You know what I mean? Ramen's technically oh, soup. Yeah. Like like you go you go to a place and you get like a sick ramen or whatever. I think pho's overrated, soup. so pho would not be there. But Chinese wow, hot and you. sour soup is one of my favorites. I love a Chinese hot and sour. Uh, that That's usually one of my measures of a good Chinese place is whether or not they have a good hot and sour soup. Um, 
I like a but, good hot pot, you know, you just you got a little bit of everything in it. Like a- Yeah, see, I've never done the hot pot. I've been to hot pot establishments, but never to do their hot pot. It's usually a place that does like hot pot and hibachi or hot pot and sushi. And I'm always there for the wrong thing. <laughs> um but yeah, but I feel like I should I should rep uh the the time I've spent over the course of my life in New England and uh represent like some sort of fish based soup. So but instead of going for clam chowder, which I do like, I'm going to go for a lobster bisque. Ooh. Which I think is just a better version of a clam chowder. Yeah, that's facts. I do like clam chowder and lobster bisque. Those are both very good also. I, once you said clam chowder, I'm like, oh, right, that's really good. It was like, it was like I, I, a light went off in my head. Uh, yeah, so, so, I mean, but God, like, what, what soup isn't great? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Actually, so, I'm not going to lie. I don't like egg drop soup. I don't like that flavor in the with the the... the broth experience i don't the flavor of egg but with a hot liquid that's not my jam Uh, okay so thank you for the question and that brings (laughs) us to one of our questions from chairman walkman's list of questions which is if you could own a casino would you have a theme huh well i'm interested to hear your take on this one mike because you certainly got more casino experience than either of us i'm sure yeah. Uh, if I had a casino, I don't think it would fly in the poker room because I think that like doing this shit would probably get your staff uh, assaulted. Well, just assume that like, you know, pie in the sky, like well, you know, the sky, sky's the limit. Go nuts. Well, my, my theme would be to do it in the style of a Dick's last resort where my casino was like intentionally antagonistic staff helping you like they would tell you the right play on blackjack. And if you did the wrong thing, they would be like, Oh my God, this idiot. Like just, just giving you the razzle dazzle when you made mistakes or stuff like that. And I just think that like that kind of like, um, sort like that kind of thing. I, I would it'd definitely be a very niche kind of thing. I don't know. That'd be a very mainstream casino, but you would definitely get like press for like, going that angle of it because every now and then you'll like hear like people like, I'm like this chicago diner has staff insult people ha <laughs> and i just yeah but the, but the thing about dick's last resort is that nobody there is losing a big gob of money you oh, know what i, I mean yeah, like, exactly. like, it's, oh, I know. like at some point your cocktail waitress is just gonna needle somebody who just like dumped like 6k at a table or whatever and then all of a sudden that guy's just gonna fucking go absolutely ballistic oh yeah that's, what, that's why i'm saying it'll never work but that'd be like dream in the pie in the sky universe is, is to do the dick's last resort like casino but, but part of the part of the theme is that the complimentary drinks all have like downers in them you're just getting <laughs> you're just getting dosed so that you don't have the impulse to just completely fucking like ape out <laughs> just like j- jump up on a fucking blackjack table and just tear your shirt off and thump in your chest yeah. how dare you say that my penis is small <laughs> how dare you yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a particular theme in mind, but I would imagine that I would have to have a theme. I just feel like they probably do better with a theme. Although maybe like a loose, like maybe like a looser theme. Like I can picture something like if I just had like an unlimited budget to make it look great, like just having one that's just like, hey, the theme of this casino is that it just looks like from the 20s. And just have like classic furnishings, all classic everything. Like it just looks real nice. The whole thing's got like a speakeasy vibe. Like, that would be cool. Uh, but, you know, is there a market for that sort of thing? Who knows? But I would certainly love to have a big building that was just like, oh, my God, it looks like a it looks like a brand new casino straight out of, like, 1926. 
Yeah, I think that that one is possible because there's a there is a lot of themed casinos on the Strip because you have Luxor, which is a goddamn pyramid. You have Excalibur, which is a giant fun castle, and then you have New York, New York, which is New York themed. So I mean, there is a there are like themed castles around there. So I think like a classy 1920s style casino would be a thing that would like it would get buzz for a while, and I think people would definitely want to check it out for that kind of like ambiance to see what it looks like. Haley, you got but, anything, you, yeah, you got anything it's a, for casino theme? It's a weed themed casino, um, and uh, they have those like weed drinks. You, you, you get the weed drinks. Uh, it's shaped like a big bong, and every hour, um, depending what time it is, it lets out a little bit of smoke at the top of the bong. Uh, so if it's one o'clock, you get one puff of smoke. If it's two o'clock, two puffs of smoke. I'm like, you get the idea. That's my casino. The, what what made me the first thing the first thing you said was like on the hour reminded me of was there because uh, I lived out in Vegas there was in in the card room at the MGM there was a restaurant like right next to it and every hour all the staff had to dance oh no that's and, not fun like, and, and, and that happens if you go to Texas Roadhouse yeah that's a nightmare we're sitting there tucking into a nice little ribeye and then all of a sudden like what is going on I just want to yeah. eat right but the, the Texas Roadhouse that's usually like for a birthday or some shit like this was like a literally hourly thing and <sighs> And like there were tables and there were stations where the staff had to jump up on the tables and the stations and dance. And it was so funny because like you would get you would watch like, I don't know, like 75 percent of the staff were like wearing sexy outfits and totally into the dance because this is what they were there for. They were they were entertainers. And then you had the 25 percent who were just like in regular clothes who were like, I'm doing this so I don't get fired. Fucking goddamn it. Every hour of this shit. And it was just finding the 25 percent that were going through the motions was just so hilarious to me. Just seeing their dead eyes as they had to friggin just bust a move was just awesome. Was just- you just go in there and just pick one of them, probably one of the more enthusiastic ones, just to see if they're because with the other ones, you could probably predict the reaction and just go up and just be like, hey, I'm going to be here for a while. And just so you know, whenever there's dancing, I'm going to be looking at you and only you like, I really hope you bring it. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to see your performances over the course of the evening because again i'm just going to be looking to, like i'm going to be staring hard at you yeah. <laughs> i'm just be like what the fuck and see if you can get there <laughs> get in their heads i don't advocate doing this. this this is a funny thought experiment but something you shouldn't do because don't bother people while they work but i do just like the idea of somebody just being like god this guy's like in my head like i don't know where he is but i know that he's looking at me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. That was just such a ridiculous thing, and because like all the poker players were just rolling their eyes, because like every now and then you would just boom, the the music would just ramp up in that place, and from like various room, various tables, you could see like three or four of them dancing, and there was like I don't know, like sixteen staff members that were there, and they they all had to run to their positions. That had to like suck if someone was like. Hey, can I put my order in? It's like, yeah, you can put your order in in two minutes. I have to dance for two minutes now. I'll be right back to get your drinks. It's, oh my god! Uh, so uh, that brings us to our final question. As always, is what are you guys looking forward to? Uh, Ant Man, Quantumania. My friends and I are going to see it this Saturday, uh, and I'm excited uh, to watch Jonathan Majors play Kang the Conqueror because I like that actor and I, I am assuming that uh, he is going to be pretty important to the fiction going forward. That should be pretty exciting. 
Haley? Uh, breakfast. I, I just woke up and hopped on here and uh, I'm going to eat. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, I am looking forward to the fact that, uh, after I work my weekend shifts and I'm picking up an extra shift to cover for somebody, I get to take a week off from work. I get to go on vacation. What? And, and so on top of my exciting things to look forward to during my vacation, I get to go see a dentist for the first time since COVID. So yay, my teeth, my happy teeth. Healthy. Oh well, yes. That's me. The healthiest boy that ever helped the health. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. What, a, what an absolute healthy unit. This That's this me. lad is. I, I knew you had it in, Mike. Thank you. I, 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 I always knew you could do it. Oh man, one day. I, I, I can't. I can't wait to see how great your new dentures look. Oh, it can be so good. These wooden ones, the, the the Washington, as they called them when they installed them in my mouth, uh, they're not working out too great for me. So when I get my new chompers, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Well, on that note, it's time for us to hitchhike our way out of Hellworld for the week and hope we don't get hatchet murdered by whoever decides to stop and pick us up. Uh, you know, it's a coin flip, but th- them's the open roads. Sometimes, sometimes you get jeepers creepers or whatever. Uh, thank everybody for listening and supporting the show. If you'd like to continue to support the show, you can do so for free by telling a friend or leaving a five-star review or whatever. Tell the algorithm that you think that we're pretty sweet. If you have money you'd like to give it to us, uh, we will happily accept it, although we don't know why you'd want to do so. Uh, however, you should use that impulse and direct yourself to patreon.com slash poker politics, where you can become one of our beautiful babies uh, with a donation of at least $2 a month. Uh, anything over $5 a month gets you access to all of our bonus content. Uh, thank God we have a big 40 to 50 hour plus uh, back catalog of it because we've been pretty difficult to sit down and schedule the new stuff. But when it comes, you get access to all of that, too. So if you want to hear more of us and you haven't heard any of our series, such as Kabbalin, What We Do Out of Shadows, Mule's Errand, etc., uh, you could go ahead and do so by donating there at five dollars and above. Thank you so much to all of our beautiful babies. Ooh, we love you, babies. Uh, if you have money, you don't want to give it to us. You can donate it to love146.org and do a little good with it. They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. End quote. Wow, sounds pretty cool. Thanks as always to uh, DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our intro song. Still no social media for DJ Minimal Effort. What a cool guy. Our buddy Frosty, you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO. He does all of our voice work when we need it, such as the voice of Hugh and all of our bumps, etc. The show is, of course, on Twitter still for the time being, at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. I am at HellworldL. Mike is at PokerPolitics. And Haley is uh, at AZ underscore Right Wing Watch. I always get this confused. AZ underscore RWW. There you go. Arizona Right Wing Watch. You'll find me. Or you can just search Arizona Right Wing Watch. Yeah, you'll find me. I probably should have written that down ahead of time, and of course I did. This has just been a funny bit, and the bit <laughs> is over now. Uh, what a good bit. So, as always, for another successful episode of The Avengers in Hell World, I have been uh, your recurring, I, I like to say regular, but I missed last week, recurring most of the time host, Hell World L, joined by special guest host, Arizona Right Wing Watch, a.k.a. Haley. Thank you again for joining us. And, of course, our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots!